Hello, fellow overcomers. Hey, hey, welcome back to the second episode of the I Am Podcast. Welcome back to the next lesson in school, in class. Class is in session. Identity school is now in session, starting off with the flagship uh, podcast called I Am dot dot dot. I just love the logo. Finished the sentence. I love that. I love that because that came from within. Hallelujah. That that came from the same spot that uh, I'll return to you at the appointed time came from. Came from the same spot. Hallelujah. Came from deep within. Came from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It came from, it came from my heart. Praise the Lord. I didn't think of that. I don't, you know, we tend to think of things. And we were created with the brain. We were created with the soul, with the mind being part of that soul. So, of course, we're going to think. Unfortunately, we can fall into the trap of overthinking. That's the one thing we don't need to do is to overthink. Um, Romans 8, 14. But those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. And if you didn't uh, uh, tune into the first podcast, to the premiere episode, in the beginning, part one, I would highly suggest you do that. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to this right now, if you're watching this right now and you did not watch part one, I would highly suggest that you stop right here and go back to part one. That way, this will give you, it will provide some context to part two because we're gonna focus on something that the Lord revealed to us in part one. But once again, I don't have like a syllabus yet, you know, an outline of, you know, curriculum. Matter of fact, when I would uh, be invited to uh, go to the pulpit and and speak the word and preach the gospel, preach and say, you know, what the Lord is saying, most of the time I would not have an outline. I would not write down an outline. I would write not write down notes. I would sometimes jot down scriptures. I would do that. But it just seemed to me, and this is just myself. I'm not even saying that you have to do this. But it seemed to me that as long as we continually keep the fire burning as long as we continually stay in, in contact with the Holy Spirit, as long as we're continuing in close communion with the Holy Ghost, with Rock HaKadosh, as long as our spirit stays connected with the Holy Spirit in active communion, we're always going to be at the point to where when we open our mouths, 
we'll be speaking as the Lord gives us the words. Because after all, that's what that's what Yahshua promised us. That when he went up to the Father, he would send down the Holy Spirit. He promised us that he would give us the words to speak. Praise the Lord. He promised us that. And once again, Romans 8, 14, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So once again, we're going to put some things into practice, okay, as far as establishing our identity. Now, with that first, talk about establishing identity. We can confess because we have scriptural basis. I am a son of God. Therefore, I am led by the spirit. Now, it says those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Well, the two go hand in hand. You don't have one without the other. You just don't. If you are a son of the most high God, all right, you are going to be led by the spirit. That's the assumption. That's the intention. That's the direction. That's how it's supposed to be. Hallelujah. Now, if you're used to being led by your soul, your mind, your will, your emotion, and you're not being used to be led by the spirit, well, your words are seed. So therefore, making that scriptural-based confession, you, your spirit, the real you, is telling your soul and your body, look, we are led by the spirit of God. We are no longer led by fleshly feelings. We're no longer led by emotions. We're no longer led by worldly wisdom. We're no longer led by tradition. We're no longer led by whatever other people tell us to do. We're no longer led by society. We're no longer led by circumstances. So as I do this identity school, I'm going to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, which means there will be some weeks to where maybe the podcast will go to three weeks, a month, whatever, because we're doing this right now. But in the in the in the in the in the near future, should the Lord continue to wait, should should you know should He continue to tarry? These episodes will eventually become curriculum, all right? And this I Am podcast is the flagship podcast of Identity School. But as you will see, Lord willing, there will be branches off of this, which would serve into maybe course curriculum which would serve into maybe subjects, okay? So I encourage you to stay tuned to this podcast and just keep following along, okay? I would encourage you to do that. Hallelujah. I would encourage you to, you know, to take part in discussions. Hallelujah. I would encourage you to, you know, ask questions and all that stuff, I would encourage you 
as I make myself available, I would encourage you to perhaps go in some, uh, maybe we'll call them tutoring sessions, if you will. <laughs> I mean, I say tutoring sessions, but I mean, let's face it. They could turn out to be prayer times. They could turn out to be, uh, you know, they could turn out to be coaching sessions, maybe encouragement uh, uh, sessions, whatever. I would encourage you to take part in that, to, to use this to, to the fullest. Hallelujah. I would also encourage you if you're already grounded in identity and all that stuff. Peter said it is needful while he was in while he was in his tender body, while he was in the tabernacle, it was needful to, you know, to remind us of the basics. It's needful. Hallelujah. It's needful to reinforce the elementary aspects of the gospel of the kingdom of God. It's needful. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with hearing the basics over and over and over again. Now, at the time that this uh, was that this episode was originally recorded, all right, in the fall, Major League Baseball is in their final four right now, their league championship series. So there's four teams left. Two of those teams will advance to the World Series, and one of those teams will become World Series champions. Now, this is the end of the season for these baseball players. But these players are professionals. I said Major League Baseball. So they are professionals, which means they probably went through minor league farm system. There's a pretty good chance they played in college. There's a pretty good chance they played in high school. There's a pretty good chance they played in the little leagues. Now, even though they're at the point to where they're making millions and maybe even billions of dollars, even though they've probably been playing baseball their whole lives, I'm telling you right now, even during this advanced stage of the playoffs, they still practice the fundamentals, whether it's pitching, whether it's fielding, whether it's hitting, they are still practicing the fundamentals. Even though they are well-versed at the fundamentals, even though the basics of baseball is so ingrained in them, it's second nature to them, you know, the mechanics and and, and the strategies, uh, you know, they still practice the fundamentals. So never despise small beginnings and do not ignore the fundamentals. You do so, you do so at your peril. Hardy spirit comes, you know, comes before destruction and pride comes before a fall. And it is a hardy spirit that says, I don't need to hear the basics anymore. You don't have to spend two hours on the basics every day. If you're grounded in it, you're grounded in it. But to hear the basics again and again and again, why? 
I just got fresh revelation from the scripture in John chapter one and the first three verses, first two verses, let alone the third verse. And I can remember reading John chapter one 30 years ago for like two weeks straight and for two weeks straight getting fresh biblical revelation. All right. Hallelujah. There is no limit unless you choose to limit yourself. That's the only limit. The only limit here is the self-imposed limit. Hallelujah. You see the title, The Divine Expression. Now, we learned that, yeah, let's just read the first three verses of, of the Gospel of John, chapter 1. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. We learned that that word, word, translated word with the capital W, we learned that through the original language, through the Greek, that that word, word, actually came derived from definition of expression. So the Holy Ghost had me to hone in on expression. And with that, I got even more, even more revelation or, well, revelation, but I should say instruction, okay? Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read the, the, uh, the, the definition of expression, but this time I'm going to read it from a different dictionary. In episode one, I read the definition of the word expression from the American Heritage Dictionary. Well, this time I'm going to read the dictionary definition of expression, the noun expression, from Oxford languages. The process of making known one's thoughts or feelings. That's number one. The conveying of feeling in the face or voice, in a work of art, or in the performance of a piece of music. Okay, well, hey, we could probably say the creation. I mean, what greater work of art is there than the creation? Hmm. That would probably uh, uh, go with the first three. Wow, okay. Number two, a look on someone's face that conveys a particular emotion, okay? Number three, a word or phrase, especially an idiomatic one, used to convey an idea. Well, I tell you what, a word or phrase, the Lord here in the beginning, he is the word and he's definitely conveying divinely inspired ideas. Hmm. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to continue here. Okay. Uh, mathematics. In mathematics, there's the, the definition of expression, a collection of symbols that jointly express a quantity. Hmm. Basically, 
the example says the expression for the circumference of a circle is two pi radius. Okay. Well, one could say if you wanted to mathematics, mathematics tends to be logical. So one could say that the sum of the of of, of uh, Yahweh's characteristics and actions, all stuff, would add up to his divine expression. Hallelujah. Let's go to number four. Definition of expression in the Oxford language. The production of something, especially by pressing or squeezing it out. And the example would be essential oils obtained by distill distillation or expression. And I've seen this, okay? That's what they call that's what they call expeller pressed oils. Okay. I've seen this, you know, cold press oils. Hallelujah. You know, you got you you got the thing, whether it's an olive or even a grape or whatever the substance is. And there's a process where you could squeeze it out and you squeeze out the oil. Oh wow, I love that. I absolutely love that. Talk about squeezing out the oil. Mm, we might be touching back on that in, in later podcasts, whether it's this I am podcast directly or whether it's auxiliary podcasts or auxiliary lessons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love that. The production of something, especially by pressing or squeezing it out. Mm -hmm. Number five. This, I read this earlier today, number five here in, the, in, in, this, in this definition for the word expression according to Oxford languages. And I just shouted, wow, hallelujah. Because I believe this right here is really speaking to something that the that the Holy Ghost wants us to know about the essence and existence of deity. Hallelujah, of divine expression. Here we go. So def, number five of the definition of the word expression. The appearance in a phenotype of a characteristic or effect attributed to a particular gene. Let me read that again. The appearance in a phenotype of a characteristic or effect attributed to a particular gene. And then also the process by which possession of a gene leads to the appearance in the phenotype of the corresponding character. The word has a DNA has a divine DNA, hallelujah. And that divine DNA is expressed in character. It's expressed in being. Now I'm gonna put the totality of all five plus of these aspects of the definition of the noun expression together. Just like you and I have DNA, that separates us from everybody. Hallelujah. We're all people. 
but we have DNA that separates us, that gives us our unique character, a unique being, unique person. I have DNA that you don't have. You have DNA that nobody else has. Well, guess what? Yahweh has DNA that nobody else has. There is only one Yahweh. Hallelujah. Now, let's go with verse, let's go to, to verse three of the of John 1. I'll read that again. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. Now, this, all things were made. Now, this verse right here also goes into action. But this action is a result of the being. All right? This action is in the result of the being. The first two verses speak to the being. Hallelujah. The first two verses speak to being. Like the first verse, John 1, 1, the divine expression. All right? Divine phenotype, divine characteristic. All right? Divine appearance. Praise the Lord. This divine appearance was present originally with God. In episode one, I kept emphasizing that God exists. God exists. Now, I need to emphasize this. Not only does he exist, he is present. He is ever present. Verse one, he exists. Verse two, he's present. But verse three, all things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing that has come, was not even one thing made that has come into being. What does that tell you? Just like a father and a mother create a child, just like the seed of a man goes in, you know, you know, we create a child. The man, the the DNA between the to the man and the woman, they combine together to make a separate being that's never been created before, that's never existed before. All right. Verse three, his creation is full of his DNA. The creation is full of his DNA. Hallelujah. Godly genes are throughout the entirety of creation. Godly genes are throughout the entirety of creation. So it is true that we are created 
in the image and likeness of God. It is true. Yes. We are his prized creation. Man is his prized creation. But all things, his DNA is through all things. His imprint is through all things. His expression is in all things. All things, not just people. Yahweh expressed himself when he created animals. Yahweh expressed himself when he created trees, when he created vegetation. Yahweh expressed himself when he created the skies and the land. Yahweh expressed himself when he created water. Yahweh expressed himself when he created day and night. Yahweh expressed himself when he created time. Yahweh expressed himself when he created the heavens and the earth. It is only by willful ignorance or by the dulling of, the, of our senses that we cannot see a divine expression, a, 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 a divine being at work, a supreme being at work throughout all of creation. Hallelujah. And part of that, part of having those genes, part of having some of those characteristics means that whatever was created has some level of ability to express itself in the same manner that the Lord expresses himself. So what you want is like, oh, slow down. Now, a tree is not going to be able is going to have very limited ability to express its, express itself. Vegetation growing out of the ground is going to have a very limited ability to express itself. Water is going to have a very limited ability to express itself. Now, when you get to animals, when you get to animals, animals will be able to better express themselves. But they're still extremely limited. But now people, you and I, have been given the ability to express ourselves. We've been given the ability to express ourselves in, this, in the same manner that the word has expressed himself. Because we were created in the exact image and likeness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Expression, the divine expression. This divine expression was here before anything else. Hallelujah. And what does a being do that has the ability to express themselves? They can't help but express themselves. You will see the, the expression. You will see the reflection of the character. 
through their just their being, just through observation of their being, just through you know through observing them, listening to them. Okay, but you will also see an expression of themselves through the things that they through other actions that they do. Hallelujah. Oh, I see that word being again. Now I'm reading out of the Amplified Classic, okay? All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. Hallelujah. Say so hallelujah. We see that all things, when I see the word things, I'm probably like most of you, and I immediately gravitate toward inanimate objects, objects that have no moral compass, have no ability to make choices. You know, they have no ability to rationalize. It's almost like they're programmed to do something, and they can't help it. That's what that's what they're going to do. Okay, but everything made that has come into being. Sure, each object has its own state of being, if you will. But being is something that demands that we think of entities that have the ability to make a choice, that have the ability to rationalize. Even animals can rationalize. Sure, of course they can rationalize. If they couldn't rationalize, then how do you explain training dogs or even training cats? How do you explain being able to entice them to do whatever is you want to do? You know, think about Pavlov, Pavlov's experiment or whatever. How, how do you explain how some dogs can be happy and joyful and some dogs well, will shy away from human touch because they've been abused or neglected or abandoned, all right? These beings... When you hear the word being, I would, I'd be the gravitate towards entities that have a soul that can make decisions. Now, even animals that can make these decisions, that can rationalize, that, that rationalize they, they learn, okay? But a dog that would be trained to, oh, if I if I pee on the floor, I peed on the floor, I just got spanked. I'm gonna do my best not to pee on the floor, so I'm gonna get spanked again. Or if I do this trick, I'm gonna get this treat. So I'm gonna keep doing the trick because I like treats. I'm not gonna stop doing the trick, even though I like the treats.
but I will stop doing the trick if you stop treating me. All right. That's very narrow, very programmed, very narrow. Animals have that capability, but we created an image like this of God. We unfortunately have the capability of talking ourselves into engaging in behavior that's counterproductive, engaging in behavior that is so unlike our DNA. Hallelujah. But here in identity school, here in the I Am podcast, I want us to understand that the divine expression, God has his own DNA. And if John writes that all things were made and came into existence through him, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being, if the, if all his creation was came into existence through him, then that means all the things that he's created has his DNA. Some level of DNA. Maybe not the entirety of his DNA. But some level of his DNA, depending on the complexity of the creation. Of course, we as man would be easily the most complex of all the creations because we're the ones creating the image and the likeness of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. So episode one, we needed to understand that he exists. Now, we probably could have spent more time with he was present, but he ever exists, he is ever present, and he's ever expressive. His DNA is in us, is throughout, woven through the tapestry of, of creation. His DNA is all in there. Yahweh is all up in this creation because it came through him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything he created, he left a piece, he left his DNA in it. Some level, some level of DNA. So man being created in the image and likeness of the most high God. Man possesses God's DNA. Which means that we as people can engage in expressing ourselves, expressing ourselves divinely. We can do this. We were created to do this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, at this point, we can get into how we would express ourselves in this manner. At this point, we can get to get to a little bit more detail of how God expresses himself in this manner or how he expressed himself in this manner. Hallelujah. We could do that. We could also go into some of his DNA. Hallelujah. 
because you can look throughout the old throughout the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament. You can look through the rest, you know, through the Psalms and the prophets. You can look throughout the Old Testament, and we can really break down the nature, the characteristics of the Most High God, His DNA, and we can see, hey, here is, is His divine expression, how He identifies Himself with certain people at certain times, and seeing His actions. We could do that in the Old Testament. We can do, we can go into the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and see how Yahshua, how Jesus gave the divine expression. We can see how he expressed divinity. He expressed himself, expressed his nature by by Pay attention to his words and observing observing his actions. We can go throughout the New Testament and see how we should be expressing ourselves. Hallelujah. There's different uh, avenues we can go down now. The, now with this, there's different paths we can go. And Lord willing, we're going to go on all of them. Hallelujah. We're going to go on all of them. This is the I Am podcast. This is all about identity. We're identifying who God is, who Yahweh is. We're doing that in order to get a proper identification of who we are. Because once again, his DNA is just interwoven into all his creation. So as we get an understanding of the, uh, 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 of the Lord God, we will get a better understanding of who we're supposed to be or what we're supposed to be. And we'll invariably get an understanding of how we are to express ourselves, how to express ourselves. And actually, if you're willing, you will find out that we can't help but express ourselves in a similar fashion the way the Lord God expressed himself. We can't help it because it's in our DNA. Hallelujah. It's in our DNA. It's in our genes. It's our character. Praise the Lord. And really... I mean, it's not only our genes, it's not only our character, it's not only our DNA. If you take the sum totality of our characteristics and our actions, including the words we speak when I say actions, we get a sum total of the divine expression. Hallelujah. And we also get 
will also figure out just like we get oil out of a thing we'll figure out how to get the oil out of us mm, i love that I, I i i love that aspect of divide expression hallelujah so where we go with episode three well you have to stay tuned or if you're listening to this after the fact you probably don't have to wait too long you'll go there anyway hallelujah hallelujah but since there's several different ways we can go now and lord willing we're going to go down each path I'm going to wrap it up right here. Now, this thing about identity school. At this, as of this moment, as of this moment, as in when I originally recorded uh, episode two. As of this moment, there's not necessarily like a, oh, a subscription fee subscribe. No. We're, we're going to deal with operating free will offerings right now. Um, the project of Identity School is going to be to establish Christian schools through underserved, in, in underserved countries where, you know, uh, it's, you, you know, it's a challenge to be believers. I'll just put it that way. So any free will offerings you might have to offer would definitely be appreciated. Hallelujah. And also, if it's not here, if I don't have the information on here and how to be a part, you know, get on the email and the text message list um wherever you are listening to this whatever platform you're listening to this or watching this if the information is not up there yet not readily there yet just reach out to me and i'll get it to you okay all right well class is in session uh, we'll wrapping up uh, the, the second episode hallelujah Thank you. I hope this was a blessing to you, and I hope this will continue to be a blessing to you as we go through identity school. Hallelujah. I love you. I'm Jubilee James, the Overcomer, brother. And I return to you at the appointed time. <laughs>